The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Monday, May 22nd edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend and is ready for another week of grinding it out. We have a nine-game slate on the docket tonight. Uh, very interesting slate. Top-end pitching is questionable, to say the least, and you have some you have some darts to play. I'd say it's a big boomer bust night. You're going to get... Uh, some some frustration or some just adulation because there is some really, really, really good darts to throw with good upside, but also that nice, you know, devil on the other shoulder knowing exactly what they can do if all goes wrong. So it's going to be a fun one. Very interesting. Whoever hits the pitching tonight, good chance of making some money, some nice slates on DraftKings, a couple $50,000 first prizes. Um, I guess the arcade's got a big 70K. I might dip my toe in the arcade sand tonight, or water, whatever you want to call it. I think it's time. I've had enough people DMing me, asking me questions, and saying how much they like it. I think I might have to try it tonight. We will see. I've been holding out, but everybody likes it. Um, We'll see how that goes. But for the real DK players, the originals, the OGs, let's get some nine-game action in here. We'll start with your quick weather as it's ugly again. Colorado at Philadelphia. Uh, it's raining heavy in the daytime. Then it gets down to about 25 to 30% chances around game time. It kind of drizzles off. Looks like they might get a late start, but should play. Hopefully they play because this is an interesting one for sure. Um, Kansas City at the Yankees. You're looking at uh, 60% chances that dwindle off as the night goes on as well. A little worse in Philadelphia, though, so keep your eye on that one. Slight, slight chances for Twins Baltimore. We're talking 25% or less. I'm um, it's a nice warm game. There was some humidity. So ball could be carrying there. Um, Cincinnati at Cleveland looks good. Nice hitting environment there. Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Typical chances of thunderstorm in the Atlanta area, but it's up to almost 50% at certain times. That's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Indeed, we really like to pitcher in that matchup. That will suck if it gets rained out. Giants at Cubs. Uh, rain gets worse. As the day goes on, 45 to 55% chances and goes up to 65. Wind blowing out hard to center field in that one. That would be a nice one to play some bats with. But um, 
there's a good chance we have a rain issue there as well. We've seen how they don't mind calling games these days. So keep an eye on that one. Um, uh, so keep an eye on Chicago and the Giants. Houston should close the roof. We're fine there. Diamondbacks, it's going to be in the hundreds at game time, getting into the mid-90s. Wind blowing out hard to right field, and the roof will be open. Ultimate, ultimate hitting environment in Arizona. So keep an eye on that one for all you Zach Greinke lovers. Game totals, Rockies, Phillies, 8.5, Royals, Yankees, 8, Twins, Orioles, 9.5, Indians, Reds, 9, Angels, Rays, 8, Pirates, Braves, 8, still waiting on that Giants and Cubs, Tigers, Astros, 8.5, White Sox, D-backs at 9. So definitely some games to attack. Hopefully weather hangs on for us. Let's get into your pitching for tonight. Your top-priced arm is Zach Granke at $12,000. The guy has been amazing. There's no doubt about it. He's looked like the Granky of old. And um, is in an interesting matchup tonight. At 12K, though, it's too much for my blood. He's been good. We've admitted it. He's been very, very good. Uh, but his last start, even six and two-thirds, gave up four earned and eight Ks. Still got you 23 points, but at 12K, not going to cut it. But he's been, he's been money going up against the White Sox team that Usually fares pretty poorly against right-handed pitching, striking out 23% of the time. Team Woba of 281 against righties. They have the second lowest total on the board of 392. Uh, team ISO of 281, not, or Team Woba 281, like I mentioned, not bad. Not bad for Granky's side of this. Um, it's very interesting. Granky's also in the last 30 days the second best barrel FIP. Two, uh, last 30 days, that chart. 219 is getting barreled 3.85% of the time in those 30 days, striking out over 35% of the batters he's facing. Granky's been great, but I can't pay 12K in that ballpark, in those hitting conditions uh, against a team that we saw hit really, really well in Seattle. Now, I know Seattle's pitchers that they faced were no Zach Granky. I get that part of it, but um, it's dicey. I could see playing some Granky if you make multiple lineups, but if you're going to go all in on Zach Granky, he's going to kill your chances at the big bats, but he's also going to, yeah, it's really, really dicey. GPP, sure, cash, don't do it at all. But GPP, sure, give it a roll, but uh, don't go crazy on that one. Next up, Michael Pineda, 10,500 at home against the Kansas City Royals. Rematch of his last outing in Kansas City. Where our Pineda was priced at 10,100, went six innings, six hits, three earned five Ks for 16.1 DraftKings points. Not going to cut it. That's three straight starts under 20. Prior to that, he was filthy, filthy, filthy. It's a boomer bust. You know what he can do. You know those strikeouts are there. He's uh, striking out almost 28% of the batters he's facing, while the Royals are striking out 21.1% of the time against right handed pitching. Team average 292 Woba. Lowest team total on the board at 359. But see, lefties are hitting 329, righties 323 against Pinata. So it's dicey. Very dicey to say the least. Uh, you saw what they did to him in Kansas City with the wind blowing out. Now he comes to the short porch and the short track in general of Yankee Stadium. Um, dicey play again. 10-5. Big K upside, so I get it. I think he's going to be uber, uber popular. Like chalky, chalky central, which you don't really want on this slate either. But uh, I get it with the K upside if you want to go there. But just like Granky, extremely risky where you can gamble elsewhere 
if you're going to take risks tonight, I take risk at a cheaper option. That's just my two cents. And load up on the bats because there's some great ones. But if you want to go for it, knock yourself out. Next up, this is where I hope it does not rain in Atlanta. Garrett Cole, $9,700. Sure, risky again. Everyone's hitting the crap out of the ball there in Atlanta. But there's no Freddie Freeman. They got Matt Adams over the weekend to take his spot. It's definitely no Freddie Freeman. He's good, but he's no Freddie Freeman. Garrett Cole has been pure filth. 20 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. Uh, he's 9700 bucks. Three Ks in his last start, but then it was five, eight, and seven. Give me all the Garrett Cole tonight. You saw what Strasburg did to Atlanta. Scherzer struggled a bit. There was a long ball thing as normal. Geo even pitched well against him. The Atlanta offense is not good, especially without Freddie Freeman. Cole striking out, uh, well, in the last 30 days, he's fifth on that barrel fit board at 264, getting barreled up 2.4% of the time, striking out 24.8% of the batters he faces. That's filthy. Brave striking out about 20% of the time. Team Woba, 321 versus righties. Remember, a lot of that had to do with uh, with Freeman. Implied team total of 394. Lefties hitting 350. Righties, 284 off of Cole. So, Inciarte, Adams, Marcakis. Navigate that minor, minor minefield. And you got a nice little setup there for Cole. I'm waiting for that Cole blow-up. If, if, if you've listened from day one, I've, I've treaded lightly with Cole. But the last few times, we've gone all in. He's been super low-owned every time. If this were my thing, like if I was building all the lineups in the world, he's my top option. So he'd be chalky tonight. But I think people will pay another 800 for Pineda or get crazy with Granky because they're too scared to roll the dice. But if you're playing to win the big bucks, you got to roll the dice. Uh, Garrett Cole, 9700 bucks at Atlanta. Another scary one but with the rain looking as bad as it is. Uh, I don't know if this is even an option. But wind blowing out, people will not own this man. At least they shouldn't own this man. Most nights they wouldn't. Like even Arietta was low owned yesterday, and he pitched six innings of one run ball, six Ks, a boomer bust upside against the Brew Crew. Tonight we're going John Lackey, $9,000 at home against the Giants. Um, three earned runs in five and a third against Cincinnati in Coors, seven innings, four hits, no earned. Boomer bust is what John Lackey has been best at. He's either giving up a couple long balls or he's. Getting it done, but most importantly, he's getting strikeouts. And that's what we're looking for. The Giants aren't the biggest K team in the world. Striking around 20% of the time versus righties. Woba of 276. Lackey strikes out 24%. Definitely some looks there. Posey had yesterday also. He will be back in the lineup. Uh, lefties hitting 310. Righties 281 off of Lackey. Like I said, Giants team Woba is 276 against righties. An ISO of 124 versus righties. Just dreadful stuff. Very bad stuff. Um, they've hit better, I guess, the last few weeks. But still, as a whole, you saw them in that St. Louis series in some pretty nice matchups, and they couldn't hit the darn baseball. Uh, Lackey, Lackey, he might give you some frustrations. He likes to have those early Indians, like, what are you doing? But then he settles in and starts striking out the world. I think Lackey is a nice, nice play at 9K, very overlooked play. And now we get to have some fun. We'll start with Jake Odorizzi, 8300 bucks at home against the Anaheim Angels. Odorizzi, 3-1-6 ERA, coming off six innings, seven hits, four and five Ks versus Cleveland. Still got you 15 points. He's getting you 15 points or more in four straight prior to his last two. If you go back to that, 28 points against Toronto, 19.5 versus Boston. So... .89 ER, or .89 whip is outstanding. 
He's coming in, striking out 21.3% of the batters. Angels up to a 21% strikeout team. T-Mobile 295. Uh, keep in mind the Angels' third lowest team total on the board at 394. Lefties are hitting 263. He's a reverse split guy, though. Righties 330. Angels do have a big righty lineup, as you saw yesterday as they beat up on Tommy Malone. Um, I think a lot of people will be off him. He should be super, well, I would think super low on, but then again, with the way the slate is tonight, he might not be. Uh, but 8300 bucks in that pitching environment in Tropicana, good luck with Oda Rizzi. His counterpart in that matchup, J.C. Ramirez, nice, nice play as well. That slider's sliding, we're good. He's so frustrated. He either strikes you out or he does in the last three starts. He's waffled on the strikeouts. But prior to that, he was striking out everybody under the sun. And we're hoping he finds that under the sun guy because if he can't strike out this team, then you might not have it, kid. And he's looked good in those starts. He hasn't gotten beat up. He just doesn't strike guys out. Striking out 19% of the guys he faces, that's dropped dramatically due to the last three starts. But we know that the, the Rays can rake, but they have struck out 26.3% of the time versus righties. They have a team total of 4.06 on the slate, barely higher than the Angels. Lefties are hitting two seven or lefties are hitting three oh three, righties three oh four. So minor averages. But yeah, we mentioned the three thirty four team Woba and one ninety ISO for the Rays, which are both pretty solid. So Ramirez always gets overlooked. Nice GPP play there with the big K upside. Boomer bust. One of our boom, boom, boomer bust. Then our last two, just like that one was in the same matchup. We're going to Philadelphia. First, we'll kick it off with Jared Eikhoff at sixty nine hundred bucks. At home against the Rockies. Um, Eikhoff has been very frustrated of late. He's gotten beat up, but you look at two he faced. He's coming off a good start in Texas. Six innings, two earned, eight Ks for 20.1. But then it was against Seattle. A bunch of lefties that hit right as well. At the Cubs, at the Dodgers. So some really good offenses. Prior to that, was pitching very well against Atlanta, Washington, New York, and Cincy. Now he's at home against the Colorado Rockies. Rockies implied team total of 4.19. Lefties hitting 350, righties 270. He does very, very well versus righties. Um, and so he gets covered about Blackman and Cargo and maybe one of their middle infielders, depends on who they're playing with, Vilek or Amarista or one of them. As a whole, it's a right-handed heavy team. You know, does that mean stay away completely? Like, like, be totally scared off? No, because you got Arenado and LeMahieu had a big game yesterday. And Desmond's got thump and Reynolds has thump. So there's definite, you know, I told you, boom or bust. Under 7K. So there's, there's your first. Okay, we can work with this. He has a 20.7% K rate against righties. Rocky striking out 22.6% of the time against righties. Team Woba 316, which is average. Um, Eikhoff used to be that big, big, next big thing. He's struggled. Definitely has struggled um, lately. So no one's going to be on him. They're all scared of the Rockies. It's a very interesting GPP play. It could be over real early. Or we could dance, and we could dance if you want to. Uh, lastly, Jeff Hoffman for the Rockies at Philadelphia, sixty-three hundred bucks. This kid was a first-round pick, top ten first-round pick a few years back for the Jays. Got traded to Colorado in the Tulo deal. Struggled with his first cup of coffee last year. Started back in the minors this year. First start up against the Dodgers, five and a third, six hits, three earned, eight Ks in Coors Field. That's outstanding. Now he's going to Philadelphia. I want to mention his minor league numbers this year, which were darn good as well. He had a 7.62K per nine. He had 3.46 ERA. And I believe the Rockies are still in Albuquerque is what they're at now. 
And that is definitely a, a uh, hitting environment. The ball flies out of there. They used to be Colorado Springs. I'm pretty sure they went to Albuquerque now. Uh, if you look at his career splits, as the computer continues to load for me, there we go. Minor sample size in the pros, but uh, lefties 288 average, righties 273, Woba 378, 341. You know, it's a small sample, so you can't go too deep with it. But as a whole, he's been decent. He has big, big strikeout stuff, and that's what I'm intrigued by tonight. Um, he's 6300 bucks, so you're not expecting much Philly. You know they can hit the ball. If they go with their righty-heavy lineup as they have done most of the year, not on Sunday, but most of the year, that's a big, big plus. Um, Hoffman striking almost 19%, small samples. His problems control. Walking around 11% against small sample. But Philly striking out 23.2% of the time versus righties, 321. Team Woba, they have a team total of 431. So we know they can hit. It's a gamble. That's why we call them punt plays. Jeff Hoffman. So Granke 12,000 versus the White Sox. Pineda 10-5 versus Kansas City. Cole 97 at Atlanta. Lackey 9K versus Giants. Odorizzi 83 versus Angels. Ramirez 72 at Tampa Bay. Eikhoff 69 versus Colorado. Hoffman 63 at Philly. My favorite combos would be Cole with either Lackey, Odorizzi, or Ramirez. I'm good with either one. If you want to go Cole, Ramirez, I'm fine with that for the K upside. If the Giants and Cubs play, Lackey's in a really good spot there. There's, I wouldn't pay up unless you really want to. I get it. I think ownership will be high there. Maybe it won't be. Maybe people have the same idea and we're not as creative as we thought. But uh, I really, I, I'd hold off. And you know how much I like Granky and Pineda, and I've used them a ton. I wouldn't go too heavy on them. I wouldn't say avoid completely if you build a lot of lineups, but don't go all in on those options. Let's move on to some bats. The catcher's position, you got Gary Sanchez versus the lefty Vargas. Vargas got beat up, as we finally predicted his last time out. He's 4700 bucks against Vargas tonight. Mitchum Posey, first base catcher, eligible, 4200 bucks. He's been hitting it well, and if that wind blows out like it's supposed to be, he's definitely a play tonight against Lackey. Wellington, Castillo, Beef, Wellington, uh, Baltimore going up against Kyle Gibson. One of the highest totals on the board at 490. Lefty's 391, righty's 339. Both from the right and the left, he has given up a Wobo of over 400. So Castillo at 4,100 is in play. Baltimore could be a sneaky low on stack tonight. Wilson Contreras will be chalky of chalk against Ty Blotch, 3,600 bucks. Cubs will be chalky as chalk. Well, maybe with their weather, they'll be actually pretty low owned, so it might be worth a dart. But Contreras will be your popular, popular guy today. First base catcher eligible, Alex Avila against Brad Peacock at 3,600. Love me some Avila today. Peacock making the spot start. He's been strictly out of the bullpen going an inning or two every game. Pitched a couple days ago. Don't know how long that leash is going to be, and then he gets more Houston. Well, the scary part is it could be like four rings of Davinsky. Could make things interesting for your Detroit bats, so just keep that in mind, I guess. This was supposed to be a Keiko spot until he got put on the DL recently. Gaddis, 3,600 versus Fulmer. Uh, if Chris Herman's playing for the for the D-backs, catcher out for the eligible 3,500 versus Miguel Gonzalez. He has been getting barreled up and barreled up hard lately. Salvi Perez, 3,300 versus Michael Pineda is definitely in play. Perez hit three homers and a doubleheader yesterday. He played a doubleheader, though, so we'll see if he's even catching today. That'll be the interesting one to keep an eye on. Jason Castro against Ubaldo Jimenez. Lefties versus Ubaldo are always in play. 
Uh, good park shift from Minnesota to Baltimore for Castro at 3200 bucks. Yon Gomes finally waking up. Yon Gomes. Been so big on this guy year in and year out in fantasy. And it lets you down, lets you down. He's now hitting 267 with three dongs, 11 ribbies. Had a big weekend against Houston. Uh, just hasn't got that consistent playing time, but the kid can rake. He's 3200 versus Feldman. James McCann, 3200 versus the Peacock. But remember, I'm kind of wondering if that's a big setup for a big Davinsky game. The more I thought, I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. That's going to be interesting. Mazzarocco, 3K versus Tomlin in that ballpark. Could be very, very worth a look there. Tony Walters, if he's catching versus Eikhoff, the left-handed battle. Walters, $2,800 for the Rock. Uh, is worth a gamble there. Martin Maldonado has been a lot of catching for the Angels. He's 2400 versus Odorizzi if you need a punt catcher. First base, Goldie. Uh, Arizona should be chalky if people are paying attention because, like I said, those hitting conditions are redonkulous. Even if they close the roof, it's still a great park to hit in. But the roof is open. It's that hot with the wind blowing out. Miguel Gonzalez has been just a gas can of late. We loved him early. Just... I don't know. When he, even when he's doing it right now, it's with such smoke and mirrors. The last 30 days on the barrel FIP, he's 20th. Getting barreled up almost 5% of the time. He's only striking out 10.64% of the batters by walking almost 10%. So, he's a mess. You can get Goldie at 5,500. Joey Votto versus Tomlin. Tomlin, huge fly ball guy. Huge home run guy. Votto at 4,900 is definitely in play. Uh, the Rizzo, 4,800 versus Blotch. Crush Davis, 47 versus Gibson is a great play. Baltimore Stack, Miggy Cabrera, 4,700. Mark Reynolds, 45. Abreu's been swinging a hot, hot bat, going up there against Granky. White Sox will be low-owned. And no, I am not saying they are the top stack of the night, but if you want to get really weird, the White Sox could be interesting. Not like a full stack, just like a couple options. Abreu at 4,500 is intriguing, but don't go crazy. But just keep them in mind if you're looking to get weird. It's all I'm saying. Carlos Santana against Feldman, 4,400. Mentioned Posey. Josh Bell continues to rake. Lefties crush Fulton Evich. Uh, I did not mention Fulton. Everyone goes, oh, he's such a good pitcher. He's pitched really well on the road this year. He's gotten destroyed in SunTrust Park. Until he can prove me otherwise, I stay far, far away. Josh Bell's been raking, hitting in the middle of that order. 4,200 bucks against Fulton. Very good GPP play right there. Another good one, Logan Morrison, 4,100. I'd, I'd pay up for Bell tonight, but I like Lomo every night. Uh, but Josh Bell, I've been saying him for over a week now. People are starting to catch on. Matt Holiday, 4K versus Vargas. Brandon Belt, 4K versus Lackey. Belt's first base outfield. Chris Carter versus a lefty Vargas, 3,900. I, I just pay the extra 100 for Holiday, but Carter's always got that home run upside against the lefty. Eric Hosmer against Pinata at 3,700. Kansas City, I mentioned it when they played him last time with a sneaky stack. They went off. They're kind of sneaky again. Hosmer, a part of it with. Salvi, we'll get to Moustakis later. Uh, da, 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 I mentioned Avila. Trey Mancini's playing. He hits righties very well. First base outfield eligible, 3,600. Matt Davidson's been swinging it well for the White Sox. He's now got the first base eligibility. Picked it up a few days ago. He's first base, third base at 36. Uh, Jeffrey Marte should be starting because Pujols has been banged up. He's 3K. CJ Cron also 3,300. He's a sneaky GPP play. He went, hit a granny yesterday. So there are your first baseman, some decent, low-priced, sneaky options, and then your typical typical top boys. Second base, Jose Altuve, 4,800. Dozier, 4,400. Starting Castro, 4,300. All in play. Castro versus the lefty bat and cleanup at 43 is very nice. 
Jason Kipton is 4300 versus Feldman. Uh, DJ LeMayhew had a big Sunday. He's 43 versus Eikhoff. Jose Ramirez, 4,100 versus Feldman. Second base, third base eligible. Got Javi Baez, second base shortstop eligible. Facing Blotch at 4K. Drury's always overlooked at 4K. He's a GPP only. Don't go all in. Just telling you he's overlooked. In a game matchup like tonight, there's some big upside. Josh Harrison, 4K, second base, third base eligible. Benny Zobrist. Um... Ian Happ, there you go. Ian Happ, $3,900. Get your Cub. Get your cheap Cub. $3,900. Ian Happ. Cesar Hernandez for Philadelphia, $3,900. Hoffman is a very nice look there. Uh, Jonathan Scope versus Gibson, $3,700. Big home run upside, as always. I mentioned him pretty much every time just because he's a lower-owned guy with humongous power, that just GPP, just monster. Adam Fraser for Pittsburgh should be leading off second base outfield eligible left-handed bat thirty-seven hundred bucks. Little Fraser, Harrison, Bell could be solo owned and sneaky, solo owned and sneaky. Uh, moving down to Yomer Sanchez of the White Sox been batting second most of the time, thirty-two hundred bucks. Even if he's batting a little farther down, it's not a bad punt play. I still don't does not mean go all in on the White Sox, folks. But thirty-two hundred bucks for Sanchez. Um, and that'll do it at our second base position. Let's head over to third base. Jacob Lamb, $5,600 first a righty in Chase Field. Coors Light, that price tag continues to keep Coors level. And he's been earning it. He's been raking, just crushing baseballs. He's 500 more than the next guy, Chris Bryant, 5100 Chris Bryant double-donged on Sunday. He's facing Ty Blotch, for Christ's sake. Like, wow, Jake Lamb's finally getting that respect. Love it. But Lamb, Bryant, both great plays. You got Aaron Otto at 5K. Biggie Snow's been slumping. Been slumping a lot, but he's 4,700 versus Jimenez. Machado's day-to-day. He's 4,800 versus Kyle Gibson. Eugenio Suarez, 4,600. is an intriguing play there. Uh, I mentioned Mikel Franco at 4,100 versus Hoffman. Nick Castellanos, 3,800 versus Peacock is in play. Chase Headley, switch hitting, 37. There he is, Moose Stockis. $3,600 versus Pinata. Uh, you got Marwin Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible at $3,500 versus Fulmer. Uh, he's talking about a guy that's cooled down quite a bit, folks. And the third base, you're paying up tonight because the rest of it's not good. I honestly, if you could pay up for Lamb or Bryant, they might be chalked, but those are phenomenal matchups. Like at a third base position with a lot of question marks, those are some great matchups right there. Shortstop, Lindor, $4,600 against Feldman is a solid, solid play. Carlos Correa, $4,600. Chris Owens, $4,500. mentioned Javi Baez already. Addison Russell, $3,700 versus Block. Didi Gregorius, $35. You got Valeka at $3,500 versus Eikhoff. If he's not playing, you got Alexi Amarista, outfield shortstop eligible at $3,400. Both in play. Freddie Galvis for Philly at $3,400. Brandon Crawford, 3,300 versus Lackey. Don't mind him at all. And that will do it at the shortstop position. Let's head to the outfield and wrap this bad boy up. We kick it off. Michael Trout, 5,500. Yes, he's very good at baseball. Charlie Blackman, 5,400. J.D. Martinez, 52. All really good plays. Aaron Judge, 5K versus Vargas. Your $5,000 boys are nice. Michael Brantley, 4,800 versus Feldman. Not a bad play, just pricey. There's other left-handed bats in that Indians lineup for a lot cheaper, but he has been mashing the baseball. C. Dick, 
4700 bucks against J.C. Ramirez. C-Dick's price tag is getting crazy. Billy Hamilton, 47 versus Tomlin. I like that a lot just for the steals upside. Yesterday got on base on an air, still second, still third, and scores only had 12 points for the first inning was over. He's amazing. As long as he gets on base, you're getting your points. It's crazy. Trumbo, 4,600 against Gibson is a nice play there. Adam Duvall versus Tomlin at 45. David Peralta versus 40, uh, Gonzalez at 4,500 is a nice play as well. Kemp versus Cole at 44 is one of the few Atlanta bats I could see you getting behind. Um, you got Adam Jones at 4,200 versus Kyle Gibson. Jones has had a pretty nice, good week of baseball. Justin Upton, 4,200. There's Monty Tomas against Gonzalez, 4,200. Out there, 4,100 versus Hoffman is a very good look. Love me some Max Kepler. Lefties versus Jimenez, 4K. It's hard to stack right now against Jimenez because he's, for some reason he's been doing it with smoke and mirrors. The blowups are coming, so I never rule out stacking against Jimenez. But if you're just going to play a bat or two uh, of twins, Max Kepler and his left-handed thump against Jimenez is a great play at 4K. Ender and Ciarte, left-handed bat versus Cole at 4K. Aaron Hicks versus Vargas, 3900 bucks. Cameron Maven versus Odorizzi at 3900 I told you reverse splits, righties versus Odorizzi. Maven's been playing pretty well, leading off, 3900 bucks. Colby Rasmus, 3900 against J.C. Ramirez. Love Scott Shebler today at 3900 against Tomlin Shebler. Definitely that power upside in Cincy. Michael Saunders, 3900 versus Hoffman's a sneaky Philadelphia play. That left-handed bat in action. Kiermaier, 3,700 versus Ramirez. Chisenhall, 37 versus Feldman. There's one of your Indians lefties cheaper than the 4,800 of Brantley. The other, Bradley Zimmer, 3,700 bucks. The rookie that everybody loves. He will strike out a ton, like over 30% of the time, but he mashes the baseball. Hits it hard all over the diamond, so keep Zimmer in mind. Cargo, 37 versus Eikhoff. Went yard yesterday. Still slumping mightily, though. Mentioned Adam Fraser already. Seth Smith leading off at 3,600 for Baltimore. Mentioned Trey Mancini. Josh Reddick, 3,600 versus Fulmer is in play. Odubel Herrera, 3,600 is in play. Oh, we're getting towards the bottom of the barrel here. Denard Spann, 3,400. He's been hitting the ball really well. Not a ton of power upside, but he's getting on base with that wind's blowing out. It's enough power upside for a $3,400 punt play. Lorenzo Cain, 3,400 bucks. You got, uh, I mentioned Alexia Marista earlier. Jason Hayward, I wouldn't really go too deep on him. Jorge Soler, 3,300, power upside. Brandon Moss, 3,300, went yard yesterday. Kind of heating up. as an intriguing left-handed bat against Pineda in that ballpark tonight. Brandon Moss could be a real sneaky GPP play. Boom or bust. Boom or bust with Brandon Moss. Uh, Matt Adams, 3300 bucks. He's only outfield eligible. He's not first base yet. He'll get that eventually, obviously. Plays 3300 bucks. Probably hitting in the middle of that order. I don't know exactly where they have him yet. Tyler Collins, 3200 versus Peacock. Our boy Collins, cheaper outfield option. And we're getting towards the bottom of the barrel now. And we might just be there because I'm not liking any of this. Not even worth throwing out gambles for you. Yep, we're done. Tyler Collins at 3,200 finishes off the day. So there you have it. Some interesting bats to target at Baltimore Stacks. Sneaky. Uh, so pitching, Granke 12K versus the White Sox. Pineda 10-5 versus Kansas City. Coles 97 at Atlanta. Lackey 9K versus the Giants. 
Oda Rizzi, 83 under versus the Angels. Ramirez, 72 at Tampa Bay. Eikhoff, 69 versus Colorado. Hoffman, 63 at Philadelphia. Stacks, love the Cubs. Love, love, love the Cubs. It's pretty obvious. Righty's hitting 302 off of Blot. Team Woba, 338. Team Iso, 178 versus lefties. Love the Cubs. Uh, D-backs versus Miguel Gonzalez. Um, absolutely in love with that as well. Team total, 508. 345 Woba, 188. Team Iso versus Right-handed pitchings, and that ballpark is just going to be so lit tonight. It's going to be freaking crazy. Uh, Baltimore versus Kyle Gibson. Lefty's 391, righty's 339. Team ISO of 179 versus right-handed pitching. Love those bats there. Crush Davis is in a phenomenal spot tonight. Crush Davis. Love him. Twins versus Baldo. They have a high team total of 460. Lefty's 385, righty's 306. Team one of 180 versus righty's. Max Kepler, don't sleep on him. You know, Dozier and Snow are always in play. Grossman's interesting, but... Really, he's not doing it enough. He'll probably do it tonight after I just made that comment. But Kepler's my guy. Castro's an interesting catching option there as well. Cleveland versus Feldman, 4-5-1 total. Lefty's hitting 342, right? He's 312. Team ISO 177, Great American Small Park. Lots of things to love with the Cleveland Bats. Bradley Zimmer, nice cheap outfield option. Uh, the Reds versus Tomlin, 4-4-9 team total. 283 versus righties, or lefties, 362 versus righties. Duval, Suarez. I'm still not sleeping on our Peraza's righty. Peraza at second base is a good look. Not gonna not use Votto and Hamilton. You're crazy. Shevler, love him too. Reds are definitely in play tonight. Love the Reds. Yankees versus Vargas, always. Uh, don't mind a little interesting Royals, even though the Royals have the lowest team total on the board. It's interesting against Pineda in that ballpark. I'm, by no means, like the White Sox, don't go all in. But White Sox and Royals, both interesting interesting options, to say the least. So you have some good looks tonight. Very, very good looks tonight. Nine-game slate. Should be a ton of fun. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. Around the Bases episode 13 came out last week. Give that a good listen. Let us know how it goes. Rate and review these, please. Let us know. But more importantly, good luck. May your screens be green. And until then, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, May 22nd.